0: I really didn't grow up having a strong bond with like Allah and diving into my own what do I believe Allah still gonna forgive me you know what I mean that's I feel like that's what a lot of people have
1: mindset has to be switched like this is bad for me and I think we I don't know if we mentioned this analogy in the previous episode but acknowledging that we can only see the pixel while Allah
0: sees the entire picture one day maybe even my children you know so they can grow up the way I didn't grow up not having religion in the beginning Beginning,
1: Assalamu alaikum, you're tuning in to episode five of Talk
0: Ya Haq. Uh, we're here again with our host Abdi Karim. Yes, sir, I am here. Hello, how are you guys doing? I missed ya. Hopefully, y'all miss me too, you know. All right, so uh, inshallah, what is the topic we have for today, Abdi? Today, it's a I actually like this topic a lot because I feel like I can really like, resonate with it a lot, mm. and it's the it's The days of ignorance You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying Just remembering How You came about To your religion And how did you find it And what struggles Did you go through In that You know And I feel like Everybody goes through that In their own ways You know And I feel like Hopefully a lot of you guys Can resonate with my story And hopefully You know Some of you guys could tell me You guys' story We could talk Inshallah Uh,
1: So let's Let's get straight into it Like uh, Beginning Now And then making your Way backwards Right Yeah Um how what type of relationship do you have with Allah,
0: and how did you develop that? Uh, so interesting. Like like I in the previous episode, um, in the previous episode, like I said, um, I really didn't grow up having a strong bond with like Allah. You know? like I was never raised to be a religious person. Excuse me, I just burped. Not just but um, what's it called? Like I was never raised to. Like But the only thing I've always heard about Allah Was like Jahannam if you do this You know Or you're gonna go to hell Allah is gonna punish you Like People always told me The harshness of Allah You know It's like The the mean side of him I never really got to know Like his rahmah Like you always talk about Like How he's giving How he's forgiving How he loves his ummah Like how he You know what I'm saying Wants the best for everybody You know Eventually everybody You know t- To submit to him That he is the Mighty one The almighty Allah You know what I'm saying and I feel like probably what I would say my, a bit after senior year, I feel like is where my relationship with Allah became a lot better. You know, I would go to the massages a lot more. Um, I would pray a lot more. You know something
1: Was it a thought that was triggered or, or was it a video that you watched? What was it particularly if you could remember or did it happen
0: over time? What What light bulbs went off? I feel like it became over time. You know what I'm saying? Especially with, like, Ed Ifton and my mom And them always you know, I'm like, okay, yep And then the more I prayed The more I always realized That I was calm And, like, everything that I went through The answer would come with it And it's like that calmness of God Just guiding me to the right path You know, like, that's where I feel like I feel like, like, people gotta understand is like, when you pray, you know And you're constantly working on your prayer Like, your life changes dramatically it's like you're more calm you're more soothing things happen and you that you know that you don't have control of but you will get the answers eventually because you just you know like peaceful with yourself like you get like and I like as I was praying more and I got to become closer with God I got to understand myself a little more and who was I and what was my purpose in this life you know like hopefully and I'm still actually working on it I'm still trying to you know what I'm saying solidify my deen become more stronger and you know be more of myself you know because I feel like if when I'm closer to my dean. I'm more myself rather than if I am not, I do dumb things. Cause you know, I forget
1: yourself. I forget forget myself. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like
0: that's a, that's a true thing. And it actually does exist. Cause I've seen it happen to people in my family. I've seen it to people happen. Some people with my friends. Like it's just, they tend to never like the, when you forget Allah, like you just tend to forget yourself. And it's just, you go through so many things, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I, I, no Alhamdulillah Right now Was a perfect time For me to have it But you know Everybody wishes That they could've Got to know God Sooner And my family Becoming more religious But that was never the case But Alhamdulillah You know It just taught me a lot
1: Alhamdulillah What
0: about you man?
1: Um Alhamdulillah I feel like The relationship I established with Allah Like it was over time Um Although as a child I was introduced to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Through stories And And uh Through the Quran Going to do And stuff like that Here and there Uh one thing that I learned uh, over time, right, mm-hmm. was like more so the mercy of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I feel like as a kid, when you're told like, oh, you know, salat a pray, uh, good, good, what are you doing? You know, and you be like, you know what I'm saying? You kind of feel like you don't know the real meaning or the purpose behind it, right? There's yeah. no, there's no uh, connection in terms of internally connecting with the faith. And I feel like as I hit uh, teen, becoming teenagers and adolescents and diving into my own, what do I believe? Right. And I was forced to because when, when you live in a variety of places and, and engaging with a variety of cultures and religions, you kind of have to take a seat, step back and say, okay, what do I believe? Mm. Right. Well, not what my family believes, uh, not what my parents believe. What do I believe? And why do I believe it? Because if you don't do that, then you're really doing it for other people. Mm. And I, th- I think, you know, I think that's an injustice to oneself, you know, doing things for other people, especially acting upon a faith. Mm. Uh, so for me, what ended up happening was just the relationship I have now, right, is alhamdulillah. I have a long way to go, but alhamdulillah, I do my best. Yeah. I try and I strive to do my best. But in terms of establishing my prayer right the five daily prayer and attempted to do the sunnahs and, and reading quran often and immersing myself in 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 goodness right mm-hmm. in terms of hearing anything you know good and and separating myself from negativity whether it's negative companionship and things like that and putting myself in environments where i can thrive spiritually i think that took a discipline and that also took time, mm. right? Like anybody else through experience. Uh, but right now I feel like I have a, like a grounded relationship. Like you mentioned, like this calm and peaceful relationship. And I, I think you can resonate with this is Like when you feel disconnected with Allah, you feel, um, like uprooted and you feel you you feel disconnected you feel uh out of place yeah and you feel confused and it reminds me of Allah saying in the Quran like those who uh, forget me I will cause them to forget themselves Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and that's what happens you know our innate nature is connected to Allah yeah and when you try to disconnect that Mm -hmm. you are disconnecting yourself from yourself you know I'm saying we are inherently connected with Allah uh, because we are his servants we are his slaves um and, uh, I had to, I had to find that out over time, but I, the us growing up in the States, right. I, I feel like we can both relate on this. Uh, there are some things like in place in terms of in our environment that kind of make it harder to, uh, to spiritually connect.
0: Yeah. Very our true. religion.
1: Very true. Uh, I, on top of my head, like. Like what? What are what are some things that you think uh, when you interact with our community and you interact with the environment? What do you think there are some things that kind of hinder our relationship with Allah if we let it to like the the systematic methods? Honestly, place?
0: I was say There's a lot of things that does that that stop us from having that connection to Allah. You know what I'm saying? Especially when we have those people who are already lost. You know what I'm saying? They tend to. Forget Allah, like you said, you know what I'm saying? And Allah tends to make them forget themselves, and then which they bring other people with them. Mm. And it's like, okay, you know, and then they also become those lost souls, you know, and you tend to actually fall into that, um, what's it called, that forgetful mind of knowing that Allah has rahmat that He will forgive you as long as you submit to Him. Go to you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I feel like that I feel like I've I I I have I my bad. I also have that problem, you know what I'm saying, with myself. Like I've always been trying to work on it. And it's like that pick and choose of what you want to follow. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh I pray five times a day, but I'm still gonna, you know, listen to music, Allah's still gonna forgive me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's I feel like that's what a lot of people have, or I'ma just go hang out with a girl and do certain things with a girl that you're not supposed to be doing because she's not your wife you know mm. what i mean so those things that we choose and pick and follow or like i'm just gonna get a tattoo or whatever it is it could be you know what i'm saying a whatever it is that you do that you do that's bad and you know it's haram but at the same time you're still going to pick and choose what you're trying to follow mm. you know what i'm saying i feel like that's also what i've i've been struggling in it's like the picking and choosing what to follow you know what i'm saying alhamdulillah i'm working on it i'm trying to be better better myself you know not everybody is perfect 100%. you know but the no one is perfect yeah you know so the i feel like what the best thing that can help somebody that's actually in that situation yeah. in my opinion is just knowing that god is watching whatever it is you're doing. And at the end of the day, you should be able to trust that you can stop it and trust that Allah will forgive you for what you've done in the past, Mm. you know?
1: And to add on top of that, I, I, I want, you know, hopefully to those who are listening to acknowledge that, uh, the actions that are like haram, right? Yeah. You know, we say like, like for example, uh, like you pray five times a day or if someone is struggling with another aspect, right? In the day yeah. that's maybe haram, they're struggling that aspect, right? And they say, Oh, Allah will forgive me. Yeah. Right. But the thing is people don't acknowledge is the punishment of the action, you know, cause we talk about punishment. It's like, Oh my God. Yeah. No, but in reality, there is a punishment. Yeah. And that punishment uh is in this life and it can be in the next as well. Mm-hmm. And, When Allah Allah makes something haram for you, Mm -hmm. when he makes something haram for you, it's because it is inherently bad for you in some way or another, right? So when you believe that, when you believe that, you say, okay, this right here is going to affect me. Mm -hmm. This right here is going to affect my connection with Allah. This right here is going to affect my connection with my family. This right here is going to affect my professional life. It's going to affect all aspects of my life, whether you acknowledge it or not acknowledge it, Mm -hmm. right? And it's when you acknowledge the infinite knowledge of Allah, when you acknowledge the infinite knowledge of Allah, then you acknowledge that, okay, you know what? I'm I'm unaware of how this action could have negative implications uh, five years down the line, 10 years down the line, or even a few months, or even after the very action itself. Mm-hmm. But you say, you know, I believe in my religion so much so, right? You have that tawakul, you have that, that taqwan Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you say, you know what? I'm not going to even get near it, right? Mm-hmm. And you try your best, but yeah. that doesn't mean that you slip here and there. Gotcha. Right? Um, but I feel like one mentality that has kind of crept in the ummah and in some people and even at myself at times is saying, Oh, Allah will forgive me. Yes, yeah. Allah will forgive you. Yes. But taking advantage of the, the small sins. Yeah. Right. People talk about the big things that are haram, you know, but these small things we, what we think to be small let me say that can have negative implications in of themselves you know even if mm. they are compounded over time yeah um, but I think for me like 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 I said before the mindset has to be switched like this is bad for me and I think we I don't know if we mentioned this analogy in the previous episode but acknowledging that we can only see the pixel while Allah sees the entire picture mm. and while I'm living in that pixel yeah and I can't see the bird's eye view I'm gonna tread Right, I'm gonna walk this life in accordance with how uh, Allah has told me to. Mm. That doesn't mean we're perfect. That doesn't mean we don't slip, but we try our best, right? But this deluded thinking of doing the sin of itself and saying, you know what? Oh, it's fine. It's Allah, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That is overextending. Now gotcha. we've overextended. Before it's like, oh Allah will never forgive me, right? Allah will never, forg- Allah will never forgive me. I'm gonna go to hell. Mm. And the other side is overextending where you say. Allah is, you know, Allah is going to forgive everything that I do. I don't have to hold myself accountable.
0: Hmm. This is going to have no negative implications. Mm -hmm. That is delusion. But Michael, I have a question for you. For me. What's it called? I have a question for you. In that aspect of someone who struggles in that, and that pick and choosing of what to follow, like, what what advice would you give them to help them? Like, what's it called? Um stop it in a way like you know what I'm saying stop yeah. it it may not be completely stopping it but it might be working towards stopping what it is that you're doing
1: the only advice I can speak from is like only my experiences and I'm um, you know that's all I could, you know in my experience it may not be in sync with a lot of people right But yeah. those who could maybe benefit so from my experience what I realize is if you're at that stage you have to really take a step back and say like for one how do I believe hmm do I believe? And I think that's an uncomfortable situation where many of us have to put uh, uh, ourselves in a state of reflection. Mm-hmm. Why do I believe in Islam? Why do I believe in Allah? Why do I believe the Prophet Muhammad? Ah, and building that firmness mm-hmm. in, in your faith and anchoring it, then that will give you something of a foundation to then act upon. So, Maybe those who are struggling, uh, in terms, and that doesn't mean you cannot be like steadfast and very firm in your Iman, yeah. but still, um, you know, still, uh, struggle. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. But many of us in the environment that we are, when, when there are, uh, things that are constantly making making you to question your faith mm-hmm. in the society. You know, in terms of the movies, yeah. the music, uh uh, the children's movies, you know what I'm saying? Everything is questioned the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even in schools. That's mm-hmm. what they're doing cool. systematically. But if you take a se- if you take a a seat back and you acknowledge, wait, there is divinity in everything that I see around me. Like there there in terms of like Allah is is hands, it's creation, yeah. you can see his, subhanAllah, his plans and everything around you, right? Mm-hmm. Your environment. And you say, this is, cannot be ch- by chance, right? And, and those who say that this can be by chance, on anam. But for me, I have not deducted that reasoning. You know I mean? If you look at it, right? And I'm not going to lecture, but I, I think others can connect with this as well as our audience, right? If you look around you and you see this perfection, right? You see plants and you see photosensitives and you see your lungs, how your lungs and the trees have a relationship and how you see certain animals have a relationship and you see the air and water have a relationship and you see everything is a balance. Mm-hmm. And then they try to tell you that this is by chance and this is by explosion. This is by mere uh, chance.
0: Yeah, which does really make sense. You know what I'm saying? How could something be so perfectly like you know like especially if you think about it, like a human body or let's say a plant on just it just somehow somewhere one day it just boom it's there like it makes no sense to the point where it's like How could something made so perfectly for it to work Work with each other Like no You know what I'm saying There are people who have complications You know May Allah heal them And may Allah protect them You know what I'm saying But there's But if you are the one Where you're okay You're naturally like You know okay Where to the point where your body Everything works It just Mm. blood flows And nothing wrong Just your heartbeat How it beats When it beats You know The Mm. timing of beating The brain The brain Everything How it works It is just And how a plant grows Just by putting some seed on the ground And then the roots Attached to the ground And it just somehow You have vegetables And fruits and apples And everything you can think of And it's like
1: Isn't that like and subhanAllah even a baby Like if you think about a baby Yeah This is a, uh, If you think about it, like a human being Can carry a baby In their In their In their in their womb mm-hmm. Right for nine mm-hmm. months And then be able to push it out A human The thing is When you think about this type of stuff You realize that this is not By mere chance that Yeah is the, That right. is the conclusion I've drawn That's the conclusion that many have drawn Yeah And right. if you can't derive that conclusion Then Allah I hope you to Continue to strive And continue to do uh, The diving into the, the the natural miracles of the world mm-hmm. Right Allah And um, once you derive that, then you say, okay, okay, this has, this is not by mere chance. There is, there is a a divine essence to who created this, right? Yeah. And and then you, then you have to discover, okay, what religion is consistent, is rational, Mm. right? That is not just faith. And, and this mystical nature, right? Oh, just be quiet and believe. That's not Islam. Mm. Islam is rational. Mm. Islam is, subhanAllah, it's intellectual, right? And, and when I did my research in high school, I remember in high school, uh, in California especially, I was in a tough period of my life in, which, in terms of confusion. And I started diving into learning more about the different faiths. And I found a consistency in Islam. Mm. that I did not find Wallah, and I'm telling you, when I dived into it, right, I found a consistency in Islam that I did not find in any other faith, any other faith, and, right, so when, after I established that, that Islam is the most clear, and the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi was indeed a, a messenger of Allah, right, this was a, a beyond uh, uh, just that average human being. This was mm-hmm. a messenger, mm-hmm. right? A noble man, a noble character, sallallahu alayhi wa you know? Uh, so when I, when I died, I said, Whoa. And when I learned about the, the hadith and, and some, and when I read some Quran and saying, Okay, I, I appreciate Islam. That's when I started to appreciate Islam because when you're given this beautiful deen mm-hmm. at birth, you don't really appreciate it. At least I didn't. And I think I had to re discover Islam as I got older and as I did I fell in love with it Mm. and I think like we talked about before like some barriers like we mentioned some barriers another barrier I would add on top of that is when kids Right. Or when uh, young teenagers are trying to rediscover Islam or they're about re- re- discovering Islam. Right. Mm-hmm. Just because they're given that birth or they're naturally Muslim. Right. Doesn't yeah. mean that when they tread this life, they're not taking in feedback. And the environment around you is, uh, I don't know, like extremely harsh. Yeah. Right? Uh, in terms of how they depict Allah. Right. And and all this stuff. Then how you are rediscovering Islam is in a negative light. Right. You think in a negative light. And I think that's unhealthy. There's a balance, you know, and Allah has made forbidden oppression on himself, right? And Allah does not oppress, mm-hmm. but he will give you justice and, uh, and that's, and, and hold you accountable, mm-hmm. right? Well, he will hold you accountable. Uh, so that's, that's just my perspective. And that's my only, that's only my, my, only my experience, right? And that may not apply to everyone else. And, uh, so Abdi, I want to throw the question back at you, like, right, what made you choose Islam specifically, right, and how do you maintain your belief, right, so what made you choose Islam, and how, and uh, how do you maintain your belief uh, navigating here in the West?
0: Gotcha, I feel like what made me choose Islam um, probably... I feel like I also, like, you know, as every Muslim people, they grew up on it. You know what I'm saying? If you're like Somali, you grew up on it. You know what I mean? um So I grew up on it, but not knowing what it was. You know what I mean? Like, I never really understood what Islam was. I never really knew the meaning behind of just, like, I knew this is my religion. I knew, like, if somebody asked me, are you Muslim? Oh, yeah, I am. But they never followed the question, are you a practicing Muslim? Mm. You know what I'm saying Someone could just say I'm Muslim But the question is Are you a practicing Muslim Someone who Follows the obligations Like we talked about Um, Someone who prays Five times a day Someone who just You know Follows the guidelines Of what was Instructed us for, to, to do You know what I mean Gotcha So I feel like what Made me choose it Um Probably, like I said, I never really grew up in religion. So I've like, just like you did, I've explored, but I've only explored one religion uh, other than Muslim. Cause I didn't really find an interest in other ones, you know? Mm. And the other one was Christianity and Christianity and Islam are like, they have kind of this same core belief, but just different stories and dialogue from it. You know what I mean? Mm. And so what's it called? Like I've seen what, like what they do, like the churches and all that stuff. I've I've seen it. You no, know, just to be like, what is this? You know, like as a curious kid, I was. I was like, what is this? You know, and I felt like when I was exploring both religions, I felt like that religion, it always was something new that came up, like a new. Uh, what do you call it? <laughs> A scripture or Bible, a new story came up. Oh, what like you know? And I'm like, all right. So it looks like y'all don't have a actual strong core belief of what to believe. You know what I mean? And then what's it called? Um, as soon as like I learned it, I switched my, you know, like I was like, okay, I went to Islam and I learned more. And I'm like, okay, this start to make sense. Like we talked about the evolution and everything, how it works out. You know. And then What's it Wait, called when you say Evolution What do you mean um, Not evolution Just, just yeah. like um, Talking about the big bang Big bang Everything yeah. that happened gotcha. And it was like I remember you and I were Talking about it, Like everything was already In the Quran That it's gonna happen mm. You know what I mean Like they've Like you know what I'm saying And I just fell in love with it And I got to understand Like What was the whole purpose Of like You know what I'm saying Like the, uh, the prophets and everything, their whole stories And just learning about them And I was like, wow, like this is moving, you know And then seeing the rules that were made for Islam people Like, you know, what to follow, what not to do Stay away from the bad, you know, try to be good And then every Muslim people that I've interacted with They're just kind-hearted people that just, no problem You know what I mean? They just sound like, how you doing? You're doing good, what is your name? This and that, you know what I mean? And I guess as I like grew a little bit older, I fell in love with, just Islam more and more. And then especially around like my senior year after I graduated, that's when I started praying a lot more consistently five times a day and just finding that inner peace within myself. You know what I'm saying? Understanding that God may not be there and I might not see him, but I know he has a whole purpose for me. You know what I mean? That's mm. just that trust and that that love that I felt from him. You know what I'm saying? I feel like also like a big thing that made me like, you know what I'm saying? Love Islam a lot more Was when we took The trip to Dallas Like That night of Like We were praying At the mosque And stuff like that There was like times Where I just Stood up just crying And I'm like Like I was like Just Like it was It wasn't like Just cause I was emotional It was just tears of joy Like I was just Like I felt like My soul was just smiling You know Like it was mm-hmm. just Like it was just happy you know what I mean? And I'm like, wow, like, I never felt this way before. I never knew what this was. I, like, just that, having that love from Allah, and it just, like, alhamdulillah, I was just beyond pr- proud of myself, beyond happy, and, you know, and I still try to grow more, you know? Even though I'm not perfect, and nobody is perfect, I feel like I have my imperfections of not knowing what... I don't know the whole Islam, you know, I don't know the whole thing, but my goal is to learn and understand and so I can teach other people one day, maybe even my children, you know, mm. so they can grow up the way I didn't grow up, not having religion in the beginning, mm. having a religion from the start, knowing that, hey, praying five times a day, this is why you should do it, this is the benefits of it, you know what I'm saying, there's reading Quran, this is what it does for you, you know. If I I had had that when I was younger I feel like I would have been a different person But not everything works out the way it's supposed to And God Everybody finds God at at the right time When he wants you to know When when I would say When he knows that it's the right time for you to find out And fall in love with the religion Mm -hmm. You know So I feel like that's my goal Is to implant that into my children So at a young age So they can understand Like this is what Islam is You know what I'm saying It isn't something that the media portrays to be You know what I'm saying? So don't listen to the naysayers. That's what I know. The haters and all that stuff that talk bad upon you. Just be thankful Mm -hmm. for being Muslim and just have that love and companionship with Allah. Mm -hmm. You know? You know,
1: when you said that, that last thing, especially, especially powerful, how you said like, be thankful and we see the mercy of Allah, right? Not despairing in the mercy of Allah yeah. and being thankful, thankful yeah. intertwined. Uh, there's an ayah I have in my lock skin, right? All right. Yusuf. And it, it, it goes like this. Indeed, none lose hope in the mercy of Allah except the most ungrateful people. Yeah. And let's think about that, right? Um, acknowledging your existence, right? And who gave you that existence, right? Mm-hmm. When we're given something, we say thank you, right? Yeah. So acknowledging existence, I believe for me personally, is is to be thankful to Allah, right? Mm-hmm. And not despairing in his mercy mm-hmm. is to also be thankful. But when you say like, woe is me, you know, I can't. I can't help it. I can't help X, Y, and Z. I can't do it. Oh, I'm going to hell. All this stuff. What you, what you? What, that is, that is ungratefulness. Yeah. Right. But acknowledge that you're imperfect. And yeah. The one who even made you, who created you this way, as it. You know, you're not perfect, and the light did not create you to be perfect by any means. Right. Yeah. Acknowledging that and trying your best—that is to be thankful. Mm-hmm. And and we're a work in progress, every single one of us. Mm-hmm. And we and we acknowledge that. Uh, but. I would say uh, to ask some takeaways for this episode, right? Uh, The advice that we would give our brothers and sisters in Islam, those who are living in the West, right? Mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and start it off. My advice first and foremost would be learn more. Try your best to learn more about Mm -hmm. Islam. That's Mm -hmm. the number one. You know, you can't claim to resonate or relate or, or even love and appreciate something that you have, that you have. It took time aside to, to learn more about.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so i think that's the first step and then acting upon or even acting before even while you're doing that acting upon what you believe trying Mm -hmm. your best trying your utmost best and uh you know breaking bad habits is hard it is hard because you know it is hard but with allah and his strength it is easy just make du'a just make a lot of du'a that's what i advise my audience because that's that's what i had to personally do for some habits and when you do that there is a door that is made uh, for you, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Allah is not going to punish you while you're on your road to him. That's Mm -hmm. not going to happen, but you have to take that initial step to, to tread that journey. And let's talk about the benefits. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's talk about the benefits of that. Okay. As a closing, the benefits of that, like we touched on is the sense of clarity, the sense of purpose, the sense of being grounded and tranquil. Mm -hmm. Um, Abdi, we're both in our twenties. Yes. Actually, matter of fact, we are 20. (laughs) So <laughs> Alhamdulillah and Alhamdulillah my brothers and sisters and Alhamdulillah us navigating this life uh, and we look at our brothers and sisters and there's no, there's not even ounce of judgment. But when I see the state of our brothers and our sisters, it's this, it's this tug of war yeah. right? between uh, trying to please other people and trying to go with your own nafs and what you desire and acting yeah. upon what you want mm-hmm. and then feeling out of loss or numb to your spirituality and mm-hmm. uh, but I'm saying this here from firsthand experience at Abdi, right here. I say from firsthand experience, is that when you take the initial initial step to to um, to adhere to your faith mm-hmm. to the best ability that you can, you will find a sense of contentment that is divine. Allah uh, places it in your nafs, and places it in your heart, mm-hmm. so that and that's your, that's what your nafs want. Your nafs acknowledges Allah, right? Um, but our desires kind of sways us from that. Uh, but the, what was I was going to say? Is that those who are listening who are young and want this sense of direction. Mm-hmm. Right. Or or you, you can be forty, you can be fifty, you want that sense of direction. You practice what you believe. Mm-hmm. And and you follow the guidance of Allah and the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And you will find um a sense of belonging. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Gotcha. Can you what would you add on top of that in terms of advice? Um, to and takeaways.
0: Honestly, like I agree with everything you said, you know what I'm saying? That try to put effort into you know, getting to know God and you know, again having building that strong relationship, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like one thing like like today we talked about you and I, like death. You know what I'm saying? It happens mm. at any point of giving. You don't know when your time's up. Like you said, God God would God will take you at a time where you know you can exceed getting good you know, what's to call Benefits and everything like yeah. you, you and I were talking about, like to the point. And then something that I will. A life will take you
1: at the right time, the perfect time. Yeah. And it will happen and you will not know it. You would not know,
0: but it's already been written. Yeah. It's already been decreed when you
1: will leave, when you will leave this earth. You You know know what I'm
0: saying? So in saying that, like the best thing that I can tell you is like something that like I've, like I like to listen to a lot of motivational speak, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like one of the things that helped me understand was like when we talked about death was like, Denzel Washington said this, he was like, imagine you're sitting on your deathbed and on your deathbed, there are these ghosts of unfulfilled potentials that you could have done. Things that you've like, especially building a more, you know, a better relationship with the law. You know what I'm saying? Trying your best to, you know, what I'm saying, you you couldn't do none of that, and they're looking at you saying, "Looking now we go here with you." Mm. You know what I'm saying? You 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 took like you could have brought us to life. You know what I'm saying? We could have made you happy if you acted upon what your nafs desired, rather than you following your brain and saying, "No, this is not good for me." Mm. You know what I mean?
1: And I would like to also add on top of that, uh, we do know the reality of death, alhamdulillah, with this deen. Um, it is made clear for us, the last millisecond of life, uh, when your enough is about to depart from this world and the whole family surrounded around you, you can tell. I watch a lot of merciful service mm-hmm. and khutbas. But <laughs> that last millisecond of life, when you're about to depart from this world and everything that you worked for, everything that you thought that this was it, mm-hmm. right, in that last second, forget ghost of potential talking about angels Mm -hmm. angels who are coming to subhanallah who are coming to take out the nafs and according to what you lived by either it will be graciously or subhanallah it will be extremely painful Mm -hmm. and that's just reality situation and and the thing is you have to think about do I and the thing is people think about leaving and i know we said closing statements but i want i want to drive this point home people think that when you adhere to this faith you're selling the dunya Mm -hmm. in terms of like you're going to live a miserable life yeah. and you're going to be you know uh, restraining yourself as you know that's what people think but when you live in a society that glorifies a lot of fitness right and everything that's Halal and Haram, like Haram is all over your face, and Halal is put to the side. The thing mm-hmm. is, in the reality, the majority is Halal. Plenty of things are Halal, mm-hmm. and there's a fraction that's Haram. But in a society where it's like advertising Haram, mm-hmm. it's hard to look at the Halal. Say well, that's what I want to do. Yeah, that's why you see us fishing. That's what I'm <laughs> so, saying. You, know, so you, so you know. see us fishing. You see us can, uh, canoeing, kayaking You see us hiking as brothers. You see us writing poetry pieces. pieces. You see us walking. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, that that's activities that you can do, you can enjoy, playing basketball, you know what I'm saying? And these artificial things that you think that will give you happiness, you find it contributed to your own struggles, mm. your own grief.
0: Yeah. Wallahi,
1: I'm saying this. And those who are listening to this, you Personally, I think you guys can relate When you adhere to something other than What this dean deen pract- tells you to mm-hmm. You find yourself, your actions leading to Your own grief Yeah. And when you practice, right, what you Your your faith, you will find your actions Leading to your contentment, your actions leading to Tranquility, and you find the best in this life Wallah, you find mm. the best in this life And inshallah, you find the best in the akhara That's all we came for And uh, that's our closing statement For this episode 5 of Talk Ya Haq. Go Indeed. ahead and Subscribe, like, share if you feel like this benefited you. And no, uh,
0: I just wanna tell you guys something. You guys are beautiful. Love you guys, you know what I'm saying, and build your relationship with Allah. There you go. Wa What wa barakatuh